welcome to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, Faith Over Fear broadcast. We pray this presentation is a blessing to you as we grow together through studying and rightly dividing God's living word. Thank you for tuning in with us. And now, here's your host, Pastor Vance Mansfield. Thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and this is Faith Over Fear. We are continuing talking about prayer and what we pray for. A lot of what we pray for, uh, for God to heal us, is actually within the scope of our own power and our own dominion. I'm going to continue giving you a few scriptures concerning what you actually possess. If you believe God, if you have faith in God, you possess this power. Real quick, though, I want to give a shout out to Los Angeles, California. You were our previously recently here, our number one producing city for the podcast. Shout out to Los Angeles, California. I was just in your backyard Uh, Not too long ago, just a couple weeks ago, I was in L.A. and Hollywood and up in Beverly Hills hanging out. Uh, So shout out to you guys. Thank you for being our number one producing city in the United States of America. All of you that listen to us in L.A., uh, if you have time, go to our website, vmmchurch.com. It will take you to our main website, pastorvancemansfield.com. It's just a lot to type. So we added vmmchurch.com. It'll link you there. Go to the contact us section of our website. Send a message back. I'd like to hear from you. Um, anyway, back to the message here. I just thought that I would throw that out there. And I I was actually out there in L.A. not too long ago uh, hanging out. So what is it that we actually possess? Now, I want to show you something in the 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm, I'm actually going to start in verse 4 here. I'm going to read a couple of things. And like I said yesterday, we are not videoing this. This is strictly for the podcast listeners. So please share this with all of your friends. We're not going to get deep. We're not going to get controversial. This will be a blessing to everyone that listens to it. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4. May this, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words. This is the Apostle Paul speaking, and that means persuasive words. He said, or man's, with enticing words or persuasive words of man's wisdom. Okay, now that is very, very important. Because there are a lot of preachers out there that use uh, a lot of things to do in the... and, And don't misunderstand what I'm saying, because I use a lot of science. I use a lot of that stuff. I do. I, I love it. I, I'm sorry. I'm just a little bit of a, a geek like that. I love it. But there are people out there that use try to use nothing but logical, scientific explanations of this, that, and that to try to explain God. You cannot explain God through uh, the scientific reasoning of, of the way that these guys try to do it. And Paul is simply stating here that even in his day, see, we think that they were a bunch of idiots back then, and they weren't. They were very, very intelligent. See, a lot of people don't realize that years before Paul came along preaching this, a couple thousand years actually uh, before Paul came along preaching this, Egypt had electricity, they had batteries, they had plumbing, they had running water. Listen, they were not antiquated like we think they were. They were not as primitive as we have them projected in the movies and the pictures and all of this stuff. 
These were some very, very intelligent people. And when it came to science and it came to astronomy, and th- they were extremely intelligent. And this, it, that's the group of people that he's actually preaching to here. He said, my preaching, I didn't come to you preaching with the enticing words of men's wisdom. I didn't come to you with all of this understanding that man has. But I rather came in the demonstration of the spirit and power of God. Now, I have dealt with people, which it doesn't take much to fit in this category, but I have dealt with people who are far more smarter than I am. And I have been to churches where whole congregations were far smarter than I am. And you could, and I'm talking, I have preached before uh, Bible prof- college Bible professors and uh, these great theologians of the world and, and people like that. And you get to the place where it's like you, you can't, there, for every scripture you have, every definition you have, every, every time you try to explain something to these people, and some of you are going to be able to relate to this, maybe not necessarily with the, the professors and the theologians, but you're going to be able to relate to this with your friends that everything you say to them, they have something intelligent that they respond with, and you just don't have an answer all the time for it. And it's okay. I don't always have an answer for it. I have never in my lifetime claimed to have all the answers. The only thing I've claimed to do is have the Holy Ghost who can give me the answers. That's it. All right, and in that moment, you don't always have the answer and God isn't always going to give it to you even though you want him to. He's not always going to give it to you because your job is not to sit there and persuade everybody through this. But what I have found was in some of those situations where I was dealing with these very smart people and I knew that like, uh, as far as knowledge is concerned, I am defeated. They have got me beat when it comes to knowledge. There, I cannot out outknowledge them. They, they are smarter than I am. But one thing that I absolutely had that I could produce right before their eyes was the power of God. I could do it. And you've got to get to the place where you believe that you can do it. Not just, and when I say believe, I'm not talking where you just believe like, oh, I, I hope it works. It's not a genie in a bottle. You have got to know beyond a doubt that what you speak is going to come to pass. And I, I dragged in, in one particular instance, I dragged that college professor. There was actually, it was the, the board of people and I'm not going to name what college, uh, but it was the board of, of people that run. It was the president and, and the high level people that run that uh, particular denominations, Bible college. I dragged those people over to this lady who was blind. And I said, lady, and she had just gotten healed right before their eyes. That's, that's what actually caused this big debate to happen. I dragged them right over to her. I said, lady, how many fingers am I holding up? She told me. See, God healed her eyes. She could see. She was born blind, totally blind. And God healed her right in front of their face. They saw it happen. And they knew that I, I didn't know this woman that there was no way I could have put this on they knew this woman I didn't I was a guest the pastor didn't even know my name when he introduced me he started to introduce me and he said uh, uh, what, what's your name again so I said lady who healed you 
She said, the power of God healed me. I said, what's the power of God's name? She said, Jesus. I said, all right. And I looked at them and I, I quoted this scripture. I said, I have not come unto you preaching with enticing words of man's wisdom, but I rather came in the demonstration of the power of the spirit of God. Verse five says, and this is the part I want you guys to get very strongly, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. Let me say this again, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. See, there are people, and look, I'm not saying that everybody is at the same level. Don't don't misunderstand this, okay? If you need prayer, we will pray for you. I'm not saying this at all. I'm not saying that we're not going to pray for you. We will pray for anyone that needs prayer. But you've got to get yourself to the place where... And here's the problem. These people follow these preachers. When these preachers go down, then these people go down that follow the preacher because they're following the preacher. Listen, you can follow me as long as I follow Christ, but in the event that I don't follow Christ, stop following me. You understand? In the event that I'm not following Christ, stop following me. Do not follow me into destruction. If I'm headed to destruction, now... I was going to say, just let me go, but don't let me go. Somebody get a hold of me and say, hey, you're headed to destruction. All right, I am human just like you are. And that's the problem with the, with the whole church concept is they, these big preachers have tried to isolate themselves from the general populace and congregation where they're untouchable. I'm not untouchable. Listen, if you want to buy me lunch, I'll go eat with you. If you want to hang out, you know, I may hang out with you. I'm not untouchable. I'm not unattainable, obtainable. You can get access to me. I know a lot of preachers that you cannot get access to. And the problem with that is they, they start eliminating their accountability people. You still need people you, that you're accountable to, right? So don't put your faith in men's wisdom. Don't put it in the ability, like if you're going to talk to someone And they say, say you're dealing with an atheist. I I, I deal with a lot of atheists a lot of times. I I don't know why they just seem to be drawn to me, but they are. I deal with a lot of atheists and then they'll listen for a while and then that spirit will rise up and then they'll try to attack me back. And, you know, they're very, uh, most of these people are extremely smart. They're much smarter than I am. And I just have to resolve back, back to the fact that, you know, God whether they believe in him or not is not the question. I am sitting here healed in this studio. I can walk because of the power of God. Uh, When my grandfather and I were in a plane crash, we walked away from that thing without a scratch because of the power of God and what we believe. And I can go on. I, I I could make a week's worth of podcasts just on miracles that have happened in my life. So, It's not in their wisdom. My faith is in God. It's not in their wisdom. It's in the power of God. That's that's the finishing of the verse. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, we're talking about a lot of what people ask God to do, or a lot of what people ask God to heal us of, is within the scope of our own power and our own dominion. We don't have to seek this out and pray this down from a planet called heaven. 
See, I know a lot of people that do not believe in the indwelling of the Spirit of God or what the Bible in the King James Bible called the Holy Ghost. I know a lot of denominations and a lot of pastors and a lot of preachers that are like, no, no, that ain't right. Well, it is right. It's biblical and it's right. But they've just been turned off from it by people who have abused it. Let me explain something to you. The Spirit of God is called the Comforter. The Spirit of God is the Holy Ghost. There are not multiple spirits. There is one Spirit. One Spirit of God. And that one Spirit now, after the death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, and return of Jesus Christ, has been divided severally to every man as God would. So you are part of that category. If you receive that spirit, you have that spirit of God. You literally have God dwelling on the inside of you. You don't have to pray him down from a planet called heaven. All you have to do is produce it. See, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You don't need to pray and ask God and beg God to do these things, he has given you power and dominion over most of what you go through. The power that you have dwelling on the inside of you is so great that your natural mind cannot even fathom the ability that you have in that spirit of God. All you have to do is believe that you have power in that spirit of God. That's all you have to do is you just have to have what is called faith to believe that God will do what he said he would do. He has given you power to heal the sick. He has given you power to raise the dead. I'm not just saying this stuff. I have seen this happen. I have seen sick people healed. I have seen blind eyes of people that were born blind start to see instantly. I have seen people who were born deaf start to hear instantly. I have watched people who were quadriplegic come out of wheelchairs and start walking instantly. I have seen dead people come back to life instantly. This is not something that is just fairy tales and and hearsay this is stuff that i have seen with my own eyes i've watched it happen and nobody can tell me any different now i understand the power of god i understand the power that we possess not just because i i've seen those things see jesus said more blessed is he who has seen and believes but more blessed is he who has not seen and believes You've got to get to the place where you start confessing life over your own body, where you start confessing life over your own family, over your own situations, where whatever it is that you need that you want everyone to pray for you about, you have to start getting to the place where you can produce it out in your, in your own situation. Because we're going to get to the place where you're not going to be able to get to a preacher. 
Okay. Now, I, I told you yesterday that I was going to give you a little piece of something that an angel spoke to me a while back. And what it was, and I'm just going to give you a small piece of this. An angel came to me and explained to me that God is going to bring this back to balance. Because the whole church has fallen out of balance. The whole world really has fallen out of balance. Not just our country here in the United States, but countries all around the world and people all around the world, they've fallen out of balance. And the church particularly has fallen out of balance where it has been about, look at me, one man show. Uh, if you want healed, you got to get to my my church where I can heal you. And, you know, God worked in that for a while. But here's what the angel said, that God is going to bring everything back to a body movement. And that is very important for you to understand because you are part of the body. You are part of that movement. See, where it's it's no longer going to be about, hey, look at me and the power that I have. Now, does it mean that there won't be any more preachers? No, that's not what that means. Does it mean there won't be any more apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists? No, that is not at all what that means. It just means that you are going to be used a lot more than you used to be used. Or if you've never been used, it's time you start being used. Now, how do you do that? You activate your faith. How do you activate your faith? You practice your faith. How do you practice your faith? You put it to work. Faith without works is dead. You don't want dead faith. You want living faith because God is not the God of the dead, but he is the God of the living So you put your faith to work. You activate your faith. You get it into action. How do you do that? Well, you can start by praying for yourself, praying for your family, your friends. If somebody around you has a problem, tell them, hey, can I pray for you? Let me me pray for you. I can get you healed of that. And don't doubt it. Trust it. Listen, I I will walk up... now, you, you've got to stay led of the Holy Ghost of this, too. You know, don't, don't get crazy going to a graveyard thinking that you're going to bust open tombs. Don't, don't get crazy and arrested, all right? If God speaks to you to do something like that, go do it. Don't doubt it. But otherwise, don't, don't get silly. See, that's the problem with a lot of church people is they got silly. silly now, no one believes it. You've got to get to the place where it's logical. And what I mean by that is you have got to meet people where they are at. So if you're dealing with an atheist, all that speaking in tongues and all that stuff isn't going to help them at all. They're going to think you're a nut job. Okay. Unless you're speaking in their language and they know that you cannot, which is actually what happened on the day of Pentecost. It wasn't a bunch of gibberish. It was just they spoke in languages that they didn't know that's why the people that were standing there said are all these men not Galileans or how do we hear them speaking in our own language that that may work but all that kind of gibberish talk isn't going to work so use use your brain don't don't make God look silly we've been guilty of that for years making God look like a fool get to the place where what you do is indecency, 
and it's in order. But most of all, it's in faith. I pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. I encourage you to invite all of your friends and your family. Share this link on your social media. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, If you have any questions concerning the Bible, you can write to us right there on the homepage of our website. You can go to vmmchurch.com. Go down to you see the little purple box and you can click on that picture and it will take you to the page where you can write to us. If you have any questions, write to us. I would love to hear from you and answer your questions. Uh, And we may even answer them right here on the podcast. Until the next time, may God continually bless you abundantly. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. We pray it has been a blessing to you all. Do not forget to like us and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our podcast titled Faith Over Fear with Pastor Vance Mansfield on all of your favorite stations. If you are not a partner yet and you would like to join this mighty move of God across the nations, go now to our website, PastorVanceMansfield.com to create a special partnership with the work of God's kingdom and you can write to us making your checks payable to the Vance Mansfield Ministries Outreach Church, P.O. Box 8882, Fort Worth, Texas 76124. And remember, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom.